All right, all right, all right. Welcome to another episode of the Bring the Juice podcast. Today on the pod, we have current Denver Bronco, Natani Muti. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, man? What up, step bro? <laughs> yes. We out here in the studio. You out in the 559 today. I love it. Yes, sir. It's good to be back in Fresno. Love Fresno. I was privileged enough to uh, go out to Denver a few weeks ago, experience a Bronco game. <laughs> Bronco country. Let's ride. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. I love it. Uh, Muti, originally from Tonga. Yes. Uh, got drafted in the sixth round to the Broncos. Bronco country. Let's ride. Let's ride. Uh, Fresno State. Let's just talk about your journey of getting recruited. I want to get into Tonga a little bit later, but went to high school in Hawaii, started playing football. Yeah. What year did you start playing football? Uh... I went out my sophomore year. Sophomore year so, of high school? Yes. Yeah, because you were in the band before that, right? Marching band, yes. And what did you play in the marching band? I played the tuba and the snare drum. So in regular band, I would play the tuba, and then marching band, I would play the snare drum. What's harder, regular band or marching band? Marching band. Because you got to know, like, formations and stuff? Yes, bro. Like, <laughs> I, 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 like when I was in marching band, that, that was really, like, my first athletic sport. Because it was... I thought of it as a sport because it was like, it was kind of hard. What? <laughs> yeah. What's hard about marching band? Bro, What's, you have tell to. Tell me the struggles of a marching band here. Bro, you have to know where you have to be and you have to walk like in a certain way the whole time. And like your calves will start burning the whole time. And you're out there for like a good 30 minutes. Halftime. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So how'd you learn? Were you always, always just. A musical guy good at instruments growing up or did you just say hey i want to be involved in the school marching band was available no well my cousin he was in band in tonga uh-huh. and i always thought that was cool and that's really what got me to start going to marching band and then i ended up just liking marching band really really okay so tell me the transition from marching band to football clear that eventually led to the nfl well we for marching band we would always play in the stands at every game. Right. So you were watching these games. Yeah, I'm wa- I'm like new. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. I, I played rugby growing up. I'm like, oh, this is kind of similar to rugby. It's like a lot of hitting. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I was like, damn, I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next year, I eventually tried, tried out and made the team and just went from there. Yeah, but you weren't always, you know, 6'2", 315. Like, no. What, what were you at that point? At that point, I was that was sophomore year, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, my junior junior year, I was one eighty. I don't know what. You were one hundred eighty pounds. Yes. As a junior in high school, that's yes. bizarre, bro. So yeah, I was one eighty. I was probably like six six foot. So and <laughs> I don't care how tall you were, bro. You were one eighty, bro. That's insane. <laughs> as a junior, yes. And think about it. Uh, less than a year and a half later, you're literally starting to play college football as an O-lineman. Well, what helped me a lot was I had worked in the cafeteria okay. in high school. And they would just give us hella food afterwards. There <laughs> <laughs> would be like hella leftovers and stuff. And I'll just go in and just... You start smacking them. Yeah, I'll just take them to class, take them to wherever, take them home. And I was going to work in... Breakfast, lunch, and after school. So yeah, I was getting my three meals in. 
So what, I mean, what was what was your jump then? What was your biggest like? So you know how guys gain weight sometimes? Like, hey, I had a, I had a summer where I gained you know ten pounds, fifteen pounds. Yeah. What was your like? Did you gain like fifty pounds overnight or something? Or <laughs> no. So like the next year, my senior year, I was two seventy five. Bro, you were 180 pounds as a junior. Yes. Oh, hang on, back up. You were in the marching band. And then you start playing football at 180. And then a year later, you're 275. Yes. Well, that's wild. Hey, man, you got to get it how you live. Man. <laughs> All right, so you're 275 as a senior now. Yes. You, when are you getting, you weren't getting much attention then as a junior. Oh, hell no. I was only, uh, well, they play Fresno plays Hawaii today, and those were my only two offers: yeah. Hawaii and Fresno. So, yeah. <laughs> what? I mean, I wasn't even asked, but like, what? 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 What was that journey like? Like, originally, did you originally want to go to Hawaii out of the gate because it was local? Well, I wanted to go there because they wanted me for D line, and, and you wanted to play D line. Yes, I actually signed with Hawaii that on signing day. I signed with Hawaii. Uh, Something went wrong with the paperwork or whatever. Like I, I, I didn't get admitted to the school because I had uh, did it on my own. Uh -huh. I didn't do it through football. Like right. I went to go sign up and like try to walk on and stuff because this was before I got offered. Oh, so you were originally just gonna walk on to Hawaii? Yeah, because I was like, dude, I got no offers. Yeah, I shoot my shot. Yeah, I'm like, I'm gonna try to make it, and then I applied. Got denied. <laughs> Damn. And then I was, after signing day, my letter came back saying I got denied. And so, like, my technically, my NLI was invalid. And so... I and, then, and, then, and then Fresno came knocking? Uh, yes. Well, I had this dude's contact info. He was actually from Hawaii. He worked here at Fresno as our recruiting guy. And I had hit him up and told him what happened. Was that Jimmy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that guy got me here, man. That's yeah. how I got here. <laughs> I remember when you first got here. Were you 16 when you got here? I remember you were barefoot. Yes. You were barefoot and you always wore a tank top. And somebody <laughs> it was hot made, over there, man. It somebody was... made a rumor. I think you like, like they didn't know how old you were. Like they didn't know if you didn't know your birthday or some shit, but like <laughs> it was something. But you were like 16 or you just turned 17, maybe something like that. Yes. It was because. Well, when we first came to America, uh, we didn't know what grade I was. Like, I don't know. Because how, I mean, what, Because the were school you? systems were different. I came in uh, 2010. Okay. So. You moved to Hawaii. Yes. And you were like, I don't know what grade I'm in. So they just threw you in one? No. So like, we were pretty much going off of like how big I was. Like, oh, you look like you should be in this grade. <laughs> <laughs> Insane, bro. And then I just went to that grade. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. And I mean, all right. So you end up going in seventh grade. It really worked. It worked out. Yeah. You know? But I mean, it was it was hard, but shoot, it all worked out. You know what? My dad graduated high school when he like just turned 17. So like he kind of went through that a little bit. I yeah. but it's crazy because there are also dudes who are 19 graduating high school, I feel like. Yeah. Well, what's crazy was me adjusting to like American schools and stuff like they had like a, a special ed teacher like follow me everywhere like because I didn't know English like that and like right. I was doing terrible they they almost thought I was like I should be in special ed right so 
they had a teacher follow me everywhere I went and like try to explain to me stuff and stuff. <laughs> I mean, but, but that's a huge culture shock. You're coming yeah. from an island of yeah. 100,000 people, something Hell like yeah. that, right? And you, now you're in the American school system. Yep. But man, I remember you were young at Fresno <laughs> State. I Hell mean, yeah. damn. Uh, before we continue, I want to make sure everyone knows that this episode is brought to you in part by the American Pistachio Growers. If you want to perform like the pros, eat your pistachios. Mucho, you eat a lot of pistachios? No, I don't. You need to. But I need to, yes. You need to. Yes. Great source of protein. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hook you up with some pistachios. Right. Sounds good. Mucho, you know, one thing too, uh, in your time at Fresno, injury is a hard thing. Mm-hmm. You had a good portion of that at that point. Yes. And, you know, you know, they break their leg, they tear their MCL or ACL. You tore your Achilles twice. Yes. And there's an, a saying be like, oh, it's my Achilles heel. Oh, it's my Achilles heel. And that saying is known for like, it's just something I can't overcome. A lot of athletes can't overcome that injury. It's one of the hardest injuries to overcome in sports. It's actually harder than the ACL, most people say. Really? I did not know that. Well, now you know. If you listen to my last episode... Now I feel good about myself. I had Dr. Juan Batista on. He mentioned something like that. So, oh, wow. You know. But how hard was that dealing with injuries throughout your college career? I know it was frustrating from being your teammate, but like... Yes. Mentally, like, th- that's a hard day. Yeah, it was hard. Well, I tore both my Achilles and then I had a list Frank as well on yeah. my right foot. but. I mean, going through all those injuries, it was tough, man. It was like, especially my last year, I yeah. was like, dude, this is my last year. I'm going to ball out. I'm right. going to go to the NFL. And like, just that hitting my hitting me and, and like, it like broke my heart. I was like, I'm, I was almost, almost doubting myself, like, you know, stuff like that. But I mean, when I was looking at it, I was like, damn, I'm... I come from a small island of Tonga. Like, I'm right. blessed to be here. Like, this is amazing to me. So it's like, and plus, a lot of it that went to it was like, really just all in my head was like, I really didn't know that Achilles was going to be that bad. Like, you're like, oh, it's just a little, yeah, a little it's something just, in the oh, ankle. Oh, it's just a surgery. You'll be back. And that's how I took it. Like, okay, it's a surgery and I'm going to be back. Right. So I really didn't look at it as like, Oh, once your Achilles done, like you're done. Like right. So I, I never had any of that in my head. So I feel like that really helped me going through my just not recovery. knowing how bad. Yeah, it just was. not knowing that it's terrible. Right. Like it, it plays like something in your head, I guess, that it's mental, man. And like yeah. and like I think, you know, some people they think it's I think the ACL is the most common one. They're like, oh mm-hmm. ACL, he's done. He's yeah. done for the year. Maybe he'll come back. Maybe he'll he'll never be the same. But I mean, you just take that approach where it's like, whatever job's in front of me, I got to attack it. It's, exactly. it's all you know, bro. Hell it's yeah. just how it is. Exactly. <clears throat> um, you came back. How many games total did you play in college? <laughs> like like in, in four years? What? Like, like bro, like I played 18 or something like that? It's something like that. I played one full year. And you did a redshirt. No, I did not. No. Well, you, no. My first year, I got hurt, so yeah, I medically registered. I don't know. But you were at Fresno State for four years. Yes. Yeah, because you came in right after me. Yep. Yes, that's crazy. Yeah, because you had one healthy season. 
I had I only played one healthy year, and then all the other years I kept getting hurt. So, I mean, and one like, year of film, I guess. Well, but people also got understand, and your film's insane. I mean, I think personally, after that Alabama game, you could have got drafted right then and there off of one game. I, I wish that how it, that's how it worked out, but it was only my first year playing. So, I know, but so I was like. Uh, I can't get. I can't go out. Dude, it was wild. <laughs> it was wild. And I'm just thinking, like, you know, I've had, I've had our boys. I've had Mike on. I've had Juju on. I've had yeah. Keon. People don't understand. I don't say people don't understand, but there is this. The NFL is a business, mm-hmm. right? And when they're drafting people, when they're picking people to go on their rosters, they're trying to get assets because assets help you. Win games, uh-huh. winning games equals making money, which yeah. means business is booming. They don't want liabilities. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so when they're going through the combine process, when they're going through the pro day process, when they're going through all these things, injuries, they'll go under the category of being a liability. Considering you played four years of football and you only really played like 18 games and you tore both freaking Achilles. That's a, there's a lot of red flags there. Yeah. But you're a true, I mean, I know this. Anybody who's ever played with Muti knows like the dude's a baller. Like you're you're going to the promised land. I have no doubt. But like one of the hard things in sports is like staying healthy, bro. It is. Yes. It is hard. And yeah. like I talked about, it. I had Jalen Johnson on starting safety for the Chicago Bears. The thing that sucks about getting hurt or the thing that's tough about injuries in the business of sports is yeah. While you're out, not only are you not getting your reps, but there's some other dude who's already trying to take your job yes. getting those reps. And yes. You're sitting on the sideline hurt, and you're just like, you can't do nothing. Damn, bro. <laughs> like, I can't do anything right now. And you're doing rehab hard. You're yep. pissed off. You go through some demons inside. Like yeah. you need a good, you need a good support system. You got to be able to have that mental toughness, that edge to be like, hey, I'm a real professional. I got to swallow this, mm-hmm. take it on the chin. God, God, God's got my back. Yep, facts. But yeah, that's exactly what happened to me. Uh, during camp, I had uh got hurt. I couldn't do anything. I got surgery on my knee. It was a small scope, but I mean, the, the front office doesn't care about anything. Like right, like you're hurt, you can't perform. Like. We're gonna cut you, buddy. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, hey, you have, you, buddy. Yeah, like you have no feel, man. I'm sorry, but we're gonna have to let you go. And that's what they did. They cut me, put me on P squad. So, hey. Yeah, but even that's back where from it is that, now, though, bro. Like, yeah. you you played 18 games with two torn Achilles, and you got drafted in the sixth round. Yeah. Granted, you went to the combine, and you balled out. Yeah. Well. Yeah. And also, let's talk about that. So you got 44 reps at 225, right? <laughs> yes. <clears throat> for people who don't know that, for people who don't understand <laughs> how crazy that is, bro, I want you to if you're if you're if you're an adult male, I want you to go put 135 on the bar and see how many times you hit that shit. <laughs> this dude strokes it. What's your record? Cuz I've seen you hit more than that. Oh, during I've training, I've seen you hit like 52. Bro, during training, no, it would be impressive, but because I'm 52, but 52, uh, 52. yeah, <laughs> but uh, during training, I hit 48, so I was trying to break the record when I was doing it. What was the record? It was like I think 49, it's it like 49, yeah, yeah, 
49. Yeah. I I recall a day in the Fresno State weight room where I think you hit the 48. Um, I don't know. I don't remember. What's your strategy on benching 225? <laughs> My strategy was... It came off from uh, Coach Ward. Shout out to Coach Andy Ward. Coach Andy lot Ward. A lot of juice. lot of juice. Thank you, man. You you prepared me a lot for that. Uh, but, you know, he was talking about his the phases, just going through your phases. Yep. You know, and, and just breathing out the whole time and, you know, just keeping your chest up, keeping as, as less of a distance as you can go. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like, your whole time that you're up, like, you have to be... Your chest has to be up. Your back still has to be on the on the thing, though. But that just makes it <laughs> like this. Like, you're just doing this now. <laughs> so, I mean, and I tell people, like, I used to tell, I used to, I, I think about things in life. Like, if hitting, let's use 10 as an example. If hitting 10 reps is hard, don't think it's a psychological thing. Where, like, if you got to get to number 10 and you know it's going to be, number 10 is going to be really, really hard to get up. Don't go from one and count to 10. I would be like, I'm going to get to five. Okay, that's five. Then I'm going to count to three. One, two, three. I can get to three. And then I'm going to go one. I can get a one. And then yeah. one more. I can get that single. So that's did, exactly- you, did you have yours where like you'd get to 20, take a break? Yes. Okay, so how'd you that's roll yours? That's exactly what I meant by phases was I don't really know. I don't really remember what number it was, but I was getting to like maybe like 36 or like 35 or like Easy 34. Strokes. Yeah. 34, and then I'll be like, okay, let me take 10 reps here. All right. One, two, three, four, five, yeah. six, seven, nine, ten. And then, okay, all right, these are should be my singles right here. After I take my 10 reps, I'll be, okay, this is my singles. So I'm going to just, one, rest, one, rest. Just keep just keep going until I can't no more. And that's, that's the last phase. Do you think at the combine, and I've had dudes talk about the combine. I heard the combine's hard. I yeah. Heard it, I heard it's like a mental, it's like they, they try to get you. Oh, yeah. They keep us up all night and like they wake us up early in the morning. I mean, I didn't do any of the runs because I had my Les Frank injury the whole the, that You just that benched, time. didn't you? Yeah. That's all I did was, I mean, I had one year of film, so I had, you know, I had to show something. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't just go there and put up 20, 20 bench reps. Right, right. You know you're, what not, saying? you're not a strong like, wideout. Yeah. You gotta, like, you gotta throw down. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, I only had one year. I, I knew that and I had to like, Put on the show, so you did. Yeah. <laughs> what's your What's your max bench ever right now? Uh, you haven't, probably haven't tried in a while, huh? I haven't tried in a while, but in college it was like four fifty five. Yeah. Yeah. Was it single or was that for three? Oh, that's a good one because I don't Cause remember. Ward only let yeah, us do we threes. only did th- like triples, two and threes. Yeah, I don't remember. I want to say. I mean, Ward could. I'm sure he has it on a wall somewhere. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of weight, bro. Yeah. Yeah. What about what about squat? What's your best lift? Squat. I don't remember my squat. It's crazy because a refrigerator. In, <laughs> I mean, what, bro? In the NFL, we don't ever max max out at all. So it's Why like, would you? Why would you? Yeah, exactly. But I mean I'll tell you right I now, I'm never gonna put more than 225 <laughs> on my back again. Yeah. And like that's just how and I'm gonna make sure I can always bench 225. So I'm a yeah. grown ass fan. But like that's it. Yeah, those guys are all about explosiveness. So it's like you really lower the weight and they just wanna see you move that hella fast. <laughs> Tendo speeds? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Tendo speed, guys. 
Hey, move weight fast. You want to get strong? Lift heavy stuff. Yeah. You want to get explosive? Lift heavy stuff fast. Fast. <laughs> Faster. Muti, you know, earlier this year, uh, your home country, Tonga, they suffered a tsunami. Yes. And I don't think I had enough recognition. You went back there. There's 100,000 people in Tonga, correct? Yes. Is there any other current NFL players? Um. Not current, no. Okay, but th there's been a few through yes, the years? Yes, they have been a few, Okay, yes. cool. Well, that's awesome. But, yeah. you know, something like that happened. And I read a little statistics today. You brought 11,000 pounds of water, 6,000 pounds of rice, 5,000 pounds of sugar, 3,100 pounds. Uh, I wrote sugar twice. And 200 boxes of noodles. Yes. I know you ate some of those noodles. <laughs> I might have you probably a the, few. The plane... <laughs> Loaded up with 200 and it probably landed with like 187. <laughs> if I know anything about you, I'm surprised there's no spam on there, to be honest. <laughs> nah, I didn't want yeah, those were too expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, it's so awesome that you, one, even have the opportunity to do something like that. Yeah. But two, like, it shows a lot about your character, I think, saying, like, you didn't have to do that. Mm hmm. When you got the news that the tsunami hit Tonga, what was your initial reaction out of the gate? Because you grew up there, man. That's home. Yes. It was crazy because uh, the first week, we couldn't communicate with, like, my family and stuff. Like, everything was, like, and you got dark. And you got, you got a lot of family there still, right? Yeah. I got, I mean, pretty much everybody else back there. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, they're all safe and stuff, but… It was pretty much like blacked out the whole first week. So like, you didn't know if they were okay. Yeah, I didn't know anything. But yeah, it was crazy. Uh, right when it happened, um, I heard the news. We tried calling my family. None of them answered. And then like a week later, they finally got their reception back or whatever. And then we… Uh, what was that? I mean, first phone call. Like, were you like… <sighs> it was, Yeah, it was… like, damn, I could breathe? Yeah, it was a relief because… Uh, well, we first heard from the news that, like, nobody... I mean, some people passed away, but, like, not really... It wasn't that, a, a, yeah. a, a, a huge Yeah, loss. it wasn't, right. like, a huge loss. So we felt better about that. But, uh, yeah, we had a good feeling. And, uh, yeah, we just contacted them and said, what's up? And, like, pretty much... I mean that's that's ten thousand waters, man. Like that's 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 one for a family, damn near. Like yeah, yeah. I, I want to make we, sure, Jake, we clip in some of the videos. But you got like a freaking like a semi truck full of just like it looks like you robbed a Costco and brought it to Tonga. <laughs> I mean, we pretty much did. Like we left no waters at Costco that day, but <laughs> that's a big deal. Yeah, we uh we donated a bunch of stuff, bunch of food and water and flour. And you flew back there? No, I had just sent it. We sent it on a container back to the church that I used to go to uh -huh. in Tonga. Yep. And they had took that, all that, and like gave it, out, it yeah, out. Yeah, gave it out, went out and like gave it out to all like people in need and stuff like that. <clears throat> a very, I mean, as a, as a guy who's played with you and a friend, I, I, I know you're that type of guy. But for anybody who doesn't know you on a personal level, like… That's a very high high character, lots of integrity. Like, much respect to you for that, bro. I appreciate Seriously. that, man. Seriously. I, I try to be a good guy, you know? <laughs> All you can do is try. <laughs> you know, I keep saying, Bronco country, let's ride. And I think he's getting a bad rap right now. But, like, you had uh, Russell Wilson coming in the locker room. He's your mm -hmm. quarterback. He, he's supposed to be your captain. Captain yes. of the ship. Before then, I don't think you, you didn't. I mean, for our generation, at least, like, he is one of the 
he's one of the like the the quarterbacks of our generation. Yes, I agree. What's it been like having him in the locker room? Because I know there's a lot of hoopla being said, but he seems like a good dude with good intentions. No, he's a great guy. I mean, you talk to him. He invited us over to his bro. His crib is fat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. And hey, let Russ cook, and he bro. be cooking. <laughs> He invited us over to. He's like a, he's a really good guy. I mean, and he's a great leader. You know, he's yeah. never he doesn't ever like look at the bad. Like he I mean, he looks at the bad. I'm saying like he doesn't harp on the bad. Like he he'll always bring everybody up. You know, always bring awesome everybody vibes. along. Yeah, like it's always good vibes with him. He always bring people together, and like he always says, we got to believe. Like you know, right. and I mean, he's he's a great guy in the locker room. So yeah. Was he really running on the airplane behind anything? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can confirm that. He was. <laughs> where, do you, where do you sit on the planes? Are you? Are you? Do you prefer the aisle, the middle, window? Oh. I'm a window guy. I like you. I like to throw a little hoodie on <laughs> just to cover my eyes, but I can still have a breathing hole right here, and I could, uh, <laughs> I could really, I could really curl up. I'm more of an aisle guy, man. I feel like window, you can't really spread your legs open like this. You know what I'm saying? So in the aisle- You're a big spread eagle type dude. Yeah. Like I like to sit back like this and like take the armrest. Like you just push your partner. Like, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I would never want to sit next to Muti on an airplane. (laughs) That sounds terrible. Yes. On the airplane here, we uh, took Southwest and the dude, there was a dude in our exit row, man. I was like- and he was small. <laughs> <laughs> That's my one pet peeve about taking airplanes. I wish just smaller people wouldn't take the exit rows. I mean, I, throughout my time of like, we traveled a lot of games together. Yeah. Bro, if you get the exit row, it's a little, a little, much, a little extra leg room. I mean, bro. So I know when I'm picking out a ticket, I'm like, I'd ideally, I'd like, I'd like the exit row. Like, I'd like a little leg room. So it's nicer that way. So you're that guy. I'm not that guy. <laughs> if it's available, I'm gonna do it. You can't hate you. You can't hate us because you ain't us. I don't know what to say. No, I don't hate anybody, man. I know that. That's just frustrating to me. Like, damn, man. You're like you you're fit. you're you, so small, and I'm so is, big. This is extra room for a regular seat. Is extra room for your legs, right? Why do you need an exit row? <laughs> maybe he maybe he's very brave. Maybe I should just throw him out there. <laughs> yeah, I'm just playing. <laughs> All right. My next bullet point. Actually, hang on real quick. I'll get into that. I'll get into that BS later. Who's a guy in your time in the NFL? You're is your third year. You're you're a vet. Which yeah. also I'm gonna call, I'm gonna I'm gonna get a little pissed off real quick. I got a lot of NFL jerseys in this room. This is my official call out. I don't have a Broncos country, let's ride. <laughs> the tiny Muti jersey up here pisses me off a little bit. I'm gonna let it go. I'm gonna let it go. I right. understand. Would I get back? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever. I'm just gonna throw it out there though, all right? But who's what? a guy in the league? Who's a guy in the league in the NFL who's who's took you under his wing, who's helped been a be a pro, who's who's who who you, you know. Oh man. He's big bro, a little bit of big bro. I think our starting left guard, Dalton Reisner. He's been really good. Talk to, to me about him. Bro, he's a great guy. He's uh how's he helped you? I mean, just on and off the field, 
he go he does a lot of events. But he has his own foundation. I mean, throughout the whole time we were competing, he's always teaching me stuff. He's always like, he's never hating on me. Right. He's always been real with me the whole time. So I feel like he's been really a good a big help when I first came in. So yeah. yeah. No, that's good to hear. I mean, yeah. it's good to hear you're making you're making friends. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it's good. I always ask guys in the league that because, you know, everyone was the new guy at one point, anything that they do. Yeah. And I've been in a situation where I'm the new guy. And I and you know how much it means when a guy's nice to you on your first day. Yeah. You know how much it means when a guy you you don't really know where to go or exactly. you don't know what the vibe is, and someone's like, Hey, come on, come on. You know, let me let me show you the ropes real quick. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean I also have seen that and I appreciated it to the point now where I appreciate it to where when I'm the older guy now or I'm mm-hmm. in the situation where I'm a vet, I want to take the younger dude who's struggling and be like, hey, man, someone wants help me. I know what you're thinking right now. You don't know anything. <laughs> you're lost in the sauce. Hey, bro, come over here. Let me help you out. Like, that's that's solid. Yeah. It's good to have a good like a guy like that in your life. Hell yeah. I try to be that guy, man. Good. Yeah, I try to. The new rookies coming in, yeah. I try to be that guy. No, you for sure be messing with them. A bit. <laughs> I be messing with them, but I be. But you need the. You need to mess with them too. Yeah, you yeah. gotta stay on their toes, man. You yeah, gotta learn. I mean, and you're a rookie. You gotta do rookie duties, man. Did you have to buy any meals when you were a rookie? You know what's crazy is we came in on a COVID year. Oh, and there so was no meals. everything was shut down, so there was no rookie dinner. <laughs> Would you hear me? <laughs> we got saved, bro. There was Dude. no rookie dinner. We couldn't saved go out. Saved by yeah. the bell. Yes. <clears throat> I mean, we still had to get snacks and stuff for the room and Man, stuff like that. Man, you eat snacks anyways. <laughs> we, hey, be real. So my next bullet point was, what's up with like, talk to me about spam. I don't think enough people know about it. Why Why are you still so hooked on it? Because, Bro, have you ever had spam? Yes, I've had spam. It's have not, you ever had it the right way? All right, talk to me about the right way to have spam. Cooking class right now, by Natani Musubi. I mean, shoot, you can have a spam musubi, or you can have spam and eggs for breakfast. You could have spam fried rice. Uh-huh. Have you ever had it any of that way? Uh, I have. I've had spam and eggs quite a few times. That's probably the most time I've ever had spam is spam and eggs. I mean, that's the most basic way, but yeah. I mean, it's good. Like you know, do you ever just go straight out? A spoon. <laughs> when when I first came to America, I thought you could actually eat it raw like that. Yeah. And I had ate it like that. And I, I didn't know you were supposed to cook it. But, <laughs> but you cook it. <laughs> and things worked out. Though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and ever since then, I've been in love. What about shoes? I know you prefer to be barefoot in some situations. Why is that? Because shoes just feel like they just squeeze your foot into like. Yeah. I just want you're restricted. Feet. You're restricted. Yeah. Like you don't I like just, to be restricted. No, I just like how I sit on a plane. I just want to do this like that. Spread eagle. Yeah. Like I don't want my feet to be like scrunched up. So if you ever had to start a clothing line or a shoe line, you would build it for comfort then. Yes. Very. You see how I dressed? I got sweat. What kind of shirt is that? That Lululemon? Yeah, this is actually a Lululemon. One of my teammates gave me half off for it, but. Oh, yeah. that's nice. Yeah. 50% off. Lululemon. And then I got some Crocs. Yeah, the Crocs are nice. <laughs> Ain't shit changed there. <laughs> what size What size shirt are you? 3X. Jeez. 
Well, you know, I got some brand new Bring the Juice perks that's just dropped. Oh, yeah. Little hoodies, little crews and all that. I'll tell you what, when I order these things, and I want people to understand, when I have Bring the Juice merch, I'm very reasonably priced on my merchandise. My hats, uh-huh. bro, I'm not profiting off these things. If they, they cost me $17, I'm charging $20. Sorry. It's a hassle. I'm not yeah. going to charge $17 for $17. That's weird. Yeah. $17 is a weird number. I like round numbers. <laughs> I like but that too. I want people to understand, like, I have, I'm not going to call them plus sizes, uh, but I have, I have special body orders. you me, man? <laughs> <laughs> I have plus, plus I have a uh, special orders for 2X and 3X because I got, I got people like you yeah. in my life who might want to rep bring the juice. No, Just understand on the sweatshirts alone, it costs an extra $12 to produce a big ass sweatshirt for you. Really? Yes. But if you said, I mean, obviously I'd hook you up, but like if somebody else was like, hey, <clears throat> I'm trying to buy a sweatshirt, I'm a 2X, I'm not gonna upcharge them. I'm gonna take the loss because I'm a good guy and I'm not body shaming. <laughs> yeah. I'm a good guy like that, bro. <laughs> I think about people. And you know what, too? I'm not that big of a dude compared to you, whatever. Yeah. Guess what? If I see an exit row available, I'm taking that. I'm taking it. And you're a big ass to go on the airplane earlier, bro. I don't know what you want me to say. Bro, that's the crazy thing. We were. Bro, you play in the NFL. Why don't you just say, hey, bro, I'll sign your freaking elbow if you get out of my seat. You could have just stood up and be like, hey, yo, that's my seat. Nah. Been like, yes, sir. Sorry, see, sir. See, I'm a nice guy. I just look at it. I'm like, damn. And then I just find another seat. Good guy. <laughs> Tony Muti, good guy. Denver Broncos. Bronco country. Let's ride. Let's ride. Muti, uh, this has been an absolute banger of a pod. I mean, you got anything else you want to add real quick before I wrap it up? Uh, shoot. Ah, come on, step bro. <laughs> what you mean? I, I mean, really... bro, like it's last words. You got family listening. You got Bronco country. Let's ride. Listening. You got dogs listening. We're on Fox Sports Radio right now, bro. I got sponsors up the yin-yang. They're thinking, wow, oh, what do we think of this Natani Muti guy? <laughs> They're already pissed off because they don't got one of your jerseys on the freaking wall right now. We're going to handle that. I, yeah. We're going to handle that. I'm yeah. done pressing the issue. <laughs> We're going to handle that. But some last words. I always give the mic to my guest. Shoot, man. I don't know. Just every day is a new day. Every day is a new day. You just got to keep grinding, man, and just keep, keep on rowing that boat, man. And roll the boat. Hey, sometimes it's going to be stormy, but you just got to keep rowing because there's a new day Uh, and it's going to get better. Yeah. (laughs) I love that. Tiny booty people. Uh, Be sure to get your booty jerseys. Um, I mean, booty, like I'm going to have a freaking, I want to have, I have an event. I'm not announcing yet, but it's a bench press competition. Oh, wow. Um, It's for a good cause. It's going to be raising money towards a good cause. Mm -hmm. Uh, I got a sponsor that's sponsoring it. I'm going to have all people of Fresno from the Valley. I'm trying to get all the dudes in the league, uh-huh. all the high-profile athletes come out, previous guests are bringing juice. Come out. Nobody's got to pay anything. Maybe it's like a $5, $10 entry fee. comes with food. But it's going to be one of those things where it's like, hey, for every rep you hit, it's $5 towards this oh, cost. Oh, I like that. And uh, it's, I mean, $135 will probably be like a $5 225 will probably be $10. I love to have you out. Yeah. And, and 
and help you raise money towards a good cause. No, for sure. I'm, I'm going to be there. Yeah, it'll be good. I kind of like that, yeah. yeah kind of like that? That's no, a great idea. Yeah, that bro. is a great idea. What would you like it about? I'm going to put up a hundred. All right, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, again, the Tani Muti people, Bronco Country, let's ride. Let's ride. Make sure to bring the juice this week. Stay fired up. Get your piss hot. Follow Bring the Juice. Follow us on YouTube. We need our YouTube page to bump up a little bit, man. We're verified on that. What the hell, bro? What the hell really? I didn't know you had YouTube. Yeah, we got that. Okay, but Crispy video. You kidding I'll, me? I'm going to go subscribe. Until next week, let's bring the juice, baby. Let's ride.